0: Hello and welcome to Understanding Our Times, the program where we look at the world around us through a biblical lens. This morning I have with me Lee Brainerd and in uh, absence of Ken Michael. Ken Michael, uh, as he's mentioned in the previous weeks, is traveling in the Southern Hemisphere. He's in Australia, New Zealand, and working his way towards Hawaii. Uh, has a great opportunity to be with many uh, brothers and sisters in Christ in the Southern Hemisphere to encourage them, to spur them on, and to bring the word to them. He wanted me to share a quick video with all of you to be encouraged by the things that are happening even in Australia and New Zealand. So take a look at this. Hi, Jen. Lovely to be speaking to you through so account- a But uh, greetings from Australia,
1: it's a great conference, Ken gave a fantastic talk yesterday, I loved it all, I love all you do and uh, blessings to you, thanks for everything.
0: Good morning Jan, we are pastoring a small home church in uh, South Australia and your ministry is absolutely wonderfully encouraging. We felt quite isolated when we stepped out in faith, but we are so blessed by your ministry. So get well quickly, refreshed, and ready to go again. God bless. You. bless you. Hi, Jen. My name's Judy. I've been following you for years. Your ministry is such an incredible blessing. I just don't know how I
1: would have found all these other amazing speakers without your show and your newsletter. And the thing I love, look forward to the most, is your your little. Um, summary of the, all the things I thought I would never see I look forward to what's on that because I read it and I go yep yep totally agree Dan so blessings to you from Australia hey Jen we love you we just want to say hi Bye. we just thank you for all you do for God we just stop. we just listen to you all the time we love you we just thank God for you always and we love how you always say that nothing falling is falling apart but everything is falling into place Bless you, Jan. Hi,
0: Jan. I wish you were here. We just absolutely love you. You're such a blessing. Yes. We pray for you all the time. If you were in this country, I'd be part of your ministry team. Yeah, we love you, Jan. For (laughs) Thanks for all you do. You're such an encouragement. Bless you. We love you. Thank Thank you. you. Hi, Jan and all the ministries. Thank you so much for sending Ken to Australia. We're having an awesome time. And please come over. Please come back and send more. Thank you. Hello Jan from Australia. My name's Dean DeWire, pastor at Isa Street Baptist Church. Welcome to the beautiful Gold Coast. We thank you for sending Ken Michael along. It's been a great conference. And uh, maybe one day you can come out to the Gold Coast as well. Such an encouragement to see those uh, in the video there. Uh, each of those conferences, both in Australia and and New Zealand, had about a thousand people there. They were packed out. both were sold out to see um, Ken and the other speakers there, Tom Hughes, Brandon Holthouse, Billy Crone, Pete Garcia. and it's just such a great opportunity to see how God is moving forward and, and uh, even encouraging people in the southern hemisphere. Well, like I said, Today we have with us in studio uh, Lee Brainerd from Soothkeep. Uh, Lee is a friend of the ministry. We're thankful to have him. We're thankful to have the opportunity to have him actually in studio to to take the long drive down uh, and to be here together with us. Um, Lee, glad to have you.
1: Well, Josh, it's a pleasure to be here in the studio with you and the Olive Tree team, and I am very thankful that we have an opportunity to lift up the voice of the Word of God in the last days.
0: Amen, brother. It's going to be a great time. Well, Lee, uh, we covered uh, a topic last week in our Prophecy Update uh, called, No Crisis Will Create One. We covered the topic of modern-day prophets. In that video, we were uh, dealing with the 2020 election and how many, many people came out in droves really and said that God revealed to me that Donald Trump is going to win the presidency and have a second consecutive term. Now, in response to that video, Ken asked us, are there modern day prophets? And I said, no, there are absolutely not modern day prophets. And I think we need to discuss this a little bit further. Uh, because there's been a lot of questions, a lot of comments on that video uh, as to, is Josh a heretic? Because he said there's no such thing as a modern-day prophet. So, Lee, I, I think it's important that we build a framework for, pre, for people to work through. And the framework is this, the difference between foretelling right. and forthtelling. Can you give us a, a little bit of understanding with that?
1: Well, yeah, well, foretelling is obviously making a prediction In the future, not merely with human wisdom, but based on a thus saith the Lord Mm -hmm. from the Lord. Now, when we come to just uh, preaching or teaching the word, very different thing. We're basing our teaching on the prophecies of the word of God, and we're using our human reason as we look at the future developments and what we see coming.
0: Absolutely. Good, good explanation because there's a difference between a di- divine enablement of receiving and communicating direct verbal revelation from God right. and speaking that truth forth that was revealed in the scriptures, right?
1: I like to tell people that um, God communicates to us in many amazing ways mm-hmm. with illumination and with instruction, with encouragement to take the truth one direction or another in its application but the bible in our day is the only thus
0: saith the lord yeah and that's important right when the last apostle died the thus saith the lord has ended it's closed the that's canon right. is completed and and we see that all all throughout the scriptures uh let's turn real quick to 2 Peter chapter 1, and I want to read uh, a handful of verses, and and we can work through those firstly, and then we'll work through a a second passage. So uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 16, says this, For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was born to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, we ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. So here, Peter's setting the stage saying, we were there, we were eyewitnesses, we saw this. And he's speaking specifically of the transfiguration. And you can find that in the gospel accounts. They saw Jesus glorified before them on, I would say, Mount Hermon. Yeah. And as we continue on in the second Peter passage, verse 19 says this, And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in the dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. What is Peter saying there, Lee?
1: Well, to me, it's holding up the supremacy Mm -hmm. of the Word of God, and then it's showing that the Holy Spirit is subordinate in a way that his job is to point men to Jesus Mm -hmm. and to the Holy Scriptures. That's the job he's been given in the church. And today we see that contradicted in many places where the leading or the illumination or the teaching of the Spirit is put on a level where it's exalted over the scriptures. At times people even regard the scriptures as dead letter mm-hmm. apart from this. and This is a big mistake.
0: Absolutely. And really, Peter right there is saying, we've written these things to you yeah. Yeah. and the Spirit filled our sails. It's a, yeah. it's a nautical term yeah. that they were filled, they were carried along as the Spirit gave them specific words to write. Two people, and we call that scripture. It's it's all sixty six books of the Bible completed, right. full. So there's that's direct prophecy. That is the spirit il, um, uh, inspiring words to be written by the apostles right. and those who wrote the scriptures. Now the second aspect that we need to deal with that's not to be confused with foretelling. Foretelling is forthtelling. That's forthtelling right. as prophesying as preaching the scriptures. Now in this, this is when someone is speaking the word of God, behind a pulpit or not, teaching the very words that come from the scriptures, proclaiming God's word to God's people, or uh, evangelizing the lost, leaving uh, the scriptures on the table. These are the very words that God said, this is his truth revealed to us through his spirit, to proclaim to you, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, we see this in um, a command, really, to Timothy by Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Uh, if we could turn there and look at that, I think it would be very important to clear up a little bit. <clears throat> 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 says this, all Scripture. "...is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work." So again, Paul telling Timothy, these scriptures have come from God. They were breathed out, theos pneustas, by him, right? And they are for the equipping of the saints. And he continues on. It's fascinating Paul gives instructions to a preacher uh, beginning in chapter 4, verse 1. Remember, in the original, this is a letter. So there's not chapter breaks. There's not verses here. This is just written from Paul to his son in the faith, Timothy. Chapter 4, verse 1 says this, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. So there's a difference there, right? Yes. There's a difference between theos penustos, God breathed, and proclaimed by the pastor, by the preacher, by the one that is standing firm on the word of God.
1: Yep. What's interesting is, people use prophesying mm-hmm. in a very loose way. They they can be very sloppy. And so they'll say, well, the Lord spoke through me, but did he give them a thus saith the Lord? Right. Or is this just the pastor illuminated by the word of God teaching forth the truth of God, which we may have some of our own human understanding mixed in with it? Absolutely. If it's a, thus saith the Lord, there's zero mistakes. Right. And if someone claims this is thus saith the Lord and there's a mistake or an
0: error in there, mm-hmm. that person is engaging in the work of being a false prophet. Absolutely. And we have to be <clears throat> very careful. I think this is why John would warn his readers in 1 John chapter 4 to test the spirits. That's right. Right? This is why the Bereans and Acts they took Paul and his words and went straight to the Scriptures to make sure that this was so, because they had a high view of the Word of God, and if Paul was in any way um, minimizing that, they wanted to know, and they weren't going to follow him. They had discernment.
1: What I like to tell people is, if you obey the command to test the spirits, Mm -hmm. and you rigorously grill the Holy Spirit by the Word of God, you are not going to offend the Holy Spirit, you're actually going to encourage him because he is being uh, grilled by the word of God the way you are commanded to grill the spirits. You're doing your job. Sure. But if you challenge a false spirit, mm-hmm. and I've seen this many, many times, you challenge a false spirit by the word of God, they will blow up in your face.
0: Absolutely. There will be much gnashing of teeth, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good. Well, I I think this is important to to keep in mind. Now, there were many people who uh, brought up the text of the book of Ephesians chapter 4. And so I think we have to go to Ephesians 4 to to really give an understanding of what's being said there as well. Ephesians 4 and 11. uh, Let me back it up for context. Context is important, correct? Mm -hmm. Start in verse 10. Verse 10 says, He who descended is the one who will also ascend far above all the heavens, that he, might ff- that he might fill all things. We know this is talking of Jesus. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ This is a very important passage to work through, because here, Paul is telling the church at Ephesus that Jesus gave specific offices. He gave apostles, he gave prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. What are those?
1: Well, the uh, apostles is obviously the context of being sent out to go do pioneer work for the work of God, Mm -hmm. the office of prophet. is also going to go out special teaching, groundbreaking work with an emphasis on righteousness and unrighteousness, mm-hmm. sin, holiness, and talking about the future things. Um, then, of course, the other ones are evangelists; they do the focused on gospel preaching. Pastors focus on shepherding the sheep, and event, uh, and uh, teachers focus on teaching the word of God. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting here is sometimes when when we challenge. The existence of apostles in the same sense of the original twelve, and right. then Paul, or we challenge apostles today, and not apostles, of prophets today that are the same as the Old Testament prophets or Haggaius in the Book of Acts. Now we're looked at like, okay, you don't believe in the fivefold ministry? No, that's not what we're saying. Right. What we are saying is that the office of apostle, the original apostles, were given some responsibilities and some supernatural gifting that we don't have today. Now, those apostles may have sp- special ministry opportunities and God working through them in special ways, but it won't be what we saw there, which is, thus saith the Lord, communicating scripture. Same with the prophets. God still works in many amazing ways today. Absolutely. We're not throwing that out. But what we're saying is there is no gifting of the today's prophets that have the ability to hear a, thus saith the Lord, and to speak that forth. If people claim to have that gift, they should be tried by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And here's the, p- the sad part. When you try someone that claims to be a prophet with, thus saith the Lord, mm-hmm. they always fail the test.
0: Absolutely. Why? Because we're fallen, broken people. Yeah. And no one today is giving new revelatory information because it's all w- already been revealed and closed in the 66 books of Scripture that we have. That's right but we can prophesy in proclaiming the Word of God. Amen. All right, Amen. good. I think we've dealt with that uh, fair enough. I think it's important that there, to make the distinction that there is no uh, modern-day prophet in a thus-saith-the-Lord format, bringing new revelation, but there is a modern-day uh, prophet as a preacher yeah. who is prophesying the very words of God to the people of God. Repent, be baptized, the kingdom of God is near.
1: I would like to t- I like to tell people, hey, we've had prophets in our midst. I think men that have a ministry like A.W. Tozer, yeah, absolutely, and, and, uh, and men of that caliber were in the office of prophet. I think some people in the prophetic ministry today that are not just teaching a timeline, but are actually dealing with the big moral failures of the day. These people are operating in the office of a prophet,
0: right? Because they are speaking and warning. It's like standing as a watchman on the wall, right? That's right. Very good. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully that clears things up for you uh, this week. We praise God for you. We are thankful for your prayers. I would encourage you, pray for those in Australia. Pray for those in New Zealand who were just at the conference that Ken was at. Pray for those who are in Hawaii who will be at the conference. It's going to be a great time, as the Lord wills, for them to be there. Uh, He will be proclaimed. He will be encouraged. They will be equipped. Until next week, keep looking up.